today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Speaking with the Minister of the Environment and Climate Change, uh, the Honorable Catherine McKenna, who uh, was in town uh, doing a number of things today. Minister, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, welcome back to Hamilton. It's been a while. Uh, it's great to be back. I was born in Hamilton. My parents are still the house that I grew up in, so always awesome to be back in, in Hamilton. So it's like a family reunion. You're here for business and, and family at the same time. That's right. Uh, so it's, uh, it's win-win. Listen, when the, you were with us last time, a, a couple of months ago, uh, you were talking about the the government's commitment to Great Lakes and, and to water cleanup, and, and that dates all the way back even to a, a previous Liberal government, the Paul Martin government, and their commitment to Randall Reef. I know that you spent some time uh, talking to the folks at the Bay Area Climate Change Office, which is an exciting project that's going on up at Mohawk College. Yeah, so I, I was so it was great to go up to Mohawk College and see the amazing things that are going on there, but they have a new building that is going to host this this climate center but the building itself is net zero so it actually produces more energy than it uses so saving uh saving mohawk college money um and they have students involved in 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 uh, building the building and it actually costs no more to build so it was great i talked to some of the workers there so lots of good jobs associated with that project and the mayors were both there. So I had the mayor um, Eisenberger from Hamilton, uh, Mayor Golding from Burlington, um, and they were talking about this this new center. And it's really exciting because this center is intended to share best practices. So folks in the Hamilton uh, Burlington area have had to deal with extreme weather events like flooding, which actually costs a lot of money for the cities, um, but also flooding people's basements. So it costs folks money. Um, and so they're talking about, okay, how do we build better so that we're more resilient to the very real impacts and costs of climate change right now? Also, how do we save money? How do we build better and save money? Um, and, uh, and how do we create good jobs and grow the economy here in the um, greater Hamilton area? So a really great initiative, although uh, there's actually a bit of bad news um, because the Ford government is actually costing them money because they canceled the program. Abruptly, so they, uh, the the Mohawk College and uh, and the mayors were counting on this project going ahead, and uh, without really any notice, they just told them that they didn't, they weren't going to support it anymore. And I think it's really disappointing. Um, you know, this is about how do we build better, how do we save people money, and and ironically, I mean, the government that says they want to create jobs and save folks money is doing the opposite. Um, so anyway, we had a conversation about how. You know, we could work together. I, I'm very committed to supporting cities uh, who want to see climate action, um, universities, colleges, uh, hospitals, schools. Um, a couple other projects that I, I hear were canceled in the uh, the Hamilton area by the Ford government was uh, the school boards. So $2 million that schools were counting on for retrofits, once again, to save money and also kids really care about climate change so uh you know they want to see the they want to see you know building better um and also there was a pilot project for electric buses once again cheaper because uh you're going on you're using um uh you, you know you're you're not using uh or you're not using gas and so a, a great project but that's been canceled um because of the Ford government's decision so all of these are actually costing money but look a uh, great story um great to see what's going on in Hamilton um, and really, uh, the commitment to, uh, to be smart about tackling climate change, to save money, to build better, to create good jobs, um, 
Really awesome. Well, the frustrating part that that we've talked about on the program, especially when it comes to the work that you witnessed today at the the climate change office, is is the the, the climate is changing and there is climate change going on. I mean, we're having 100-year storms now four or five times every summer, uh, and that's causing flooding. And they're working, the research that they're doing up there is to try to combat that and to deal with that. I mean, that's that's not just a philosophical thing. That's a pragmatic use for this sort of thing. And it's, you know, the, the fact that all of a sudden they yank the funding for something that is so essential, not just to Hamilton, but to many other cities right across the, the province and the country is, is somewhat disconcerting. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Like, this is a real risk. If you don't build properly, you actually put people's lives at stake, people's, uh, you know, their assets, their homes. Um, and we need to be smart about this. Unfortunately, we are seeing the impacts of climate change, as you said, you know, 100-year storms, um, but also extreme weather, like extreme heat. Uh, and modeling shows that in the next 30 years, uh, we could be going to over 50 extreme heat days. And unfortunately, you know, for seniors, uh, for infants, for people that have uh, breathing problems, that can be like the difference between life and death. And there's also huge hospital costs associated with that. So we need to be smart uh, about what we do, um, looking at the real costs right now that we're seeing with climate change, but also the huge opportunity. And we didn't get out of the Stone Age because we ran out of stones. We got smarter, and we can build better and save people money and create good jobs. It was great when I was at Mohawk College. All the, pride, all the, the material was being sourced in, uh, you know, in Ontario. Great. That's a great news story that the workers there uh, were, you know, I, I meet uh, Mike from the Hammer, right? Like, there are people that are, are local workers who are proud to be working on this project. And what was really cool was that they, the students at Mohawk College are involved in this project, um, both in the, how it's being built, but also they'll be involved in maintaining it. And so the, we're creating the, the jobs of the future. This is really where we're going. We can build better. We can be more efficient. Um, and we can save folks money. So, um, And I'm just really proud. You know what? Being from Hamilton, it is really great to see. Uh, it's really great to see it here. First net zero uh, um, post-secondary institution uh, right here in Hamilton. Well, let me ask you about job creation and about the, the reaction by industry uh, towards uh, some of the policies, because uh, them that don't believe in this and don't think it should get the funding and, and don't believe in green energy and programs of that ilk uh, will tell us that, well, you know what, this is hurting energy uh, industry. It's it's costing jobs. Uh, the, you know, industry's not buying into this. Now, I know that, uh, that over the last couple of days, you actually had the opportunity uh, to visit a place called Veriform, uh, which, uh, to my mind, is an industry that seems to be embracing what you're doing well so i went to a small business called veriform in cambridge this is a steel fabricator so you know kind of uh, you don't necessarily think of green this isn't like a clean tech company this is a company that's doing great great business uh fabricating steel um and so it was amazing to see them because uh, i met with the ceo and he said like even if you didn't care about climate change just to just it, it makes sense for the bottom line. So they reduce their emissions by 70% and save $2 million. And it's not by doing really fancy things. Like it was just actually by, you know, being more efficient with, uh, with uh, like the resources. So, you know, like, you know, having automated machines. So you don't have them running all the time. I mean, they went to everything from, you know, not using plastic. So they didn't have to buy things. They just used cutlery that uh, you could use every day. So, uh, different fans and he said like it's just smart and he said he wouldn't have made any of these decisions if they didn't save him money 
And he said they absolutely save him money and that he, he now believes that this is what everyone should do, that there's a really great opportunity to just make smart decisions that are going to help your bottom line and, of course, you know, help the planet. Well, and to that end, uh, obviously, this is going to require political partnerships to happen, obviously between industry, but between levels of government. I know the mayors are on side. You met with Mayor Goldring and Mayor Eisenberger about this. Uh, uh, But you've also had some meetings most recently with uh, the newly minted uh, environment minister here for the province of Ontario under the Ford government. And uh, talk to us a little bit about that discussion that you had with, uh, with Minister Rod Phillips. Look, it's always nice to meet new counterparts, but it is really disappointing that the Ford government doesn't have uh, any climate plan. And and you can't have a plan for the economy without having a climate plan. Our government's been able to create 500,000 jobs, lowest lowest unemployment rates uh, since we've been tracking tracking our job numbers. And at the same time, we've been able to, to actually take action to protect the environment. And I explain that. Like, if you care about jobs, if you care about economic opportunity, if you care about saving folks money, then you should be taking climate action. Uh, but they don't seem to have a plan. And at the same time, you know, they're canceling all of these contracts. So schools are left on the hook. And, you know, colleges are left on the hook. Hospitals uh, on the hook. And cities are on the hook. Um, and they're just trying to save money. So ironically, the, 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 you know, the, the Ford government is actually costing people money, um, not saving people money. We should all be supporting measures that are going to save money, that are going to create jobs, um, just like I saw at Mohawk College, like I saw at Veriform, um, and hearing from mayors, it was just very practical things that folks can do. Um, so, look, uh, you know, this happened uh, with the Trump administration, um, and so we decided that we were going to work directly with uh, the states. States are governors are, you know, all in on climate action, on climate action and businesses, and we're doing the same thing. You know, that's what we'll do. We'll continue to support Ontarians who, of course, want jobs. They're uh, very focused on that. Um, but also uh, want to save money. Care about the future they're leaving for their kids. Well, it was a little frustrating, actually, even through the uh, provincial election campaign here when Mr. Ford kept referring to the fact that he wanted to scrap the carbon tax in Ontario. We didn't have a carbon tax in Ontario. We had a cap-and-trade program, which is a totally different animal. But uh, be that as it may, uh, he has scrapped it, and we have to live with the consequences. Uh, the Premier's a meeting in New Brunswick, as you know, Minister, and, and obviously Premier Ford is there, as Premier Moe from Saskatchewan, uh, two people that are vowing to fight the federal government uh, with this carbon tax. Uh, they're trying to get support from what we're told. I know they talked to Premier Pallister from Manitoba, among others, uh, trying to gain a number of people uh, from the, the other premiers and the other provinces to come on side with this. Uh, does this at all deter the government with uh, what they want to do moving forward with carbon taxing and, and, and the policy that you've already in, instituted and, and have said that you're going to, uh, to continue with? Look, we have a climate plan. We've made historic investments in public transportation, working with provinces, working with cities. We're supporting businesses, energy uh, you know, unfortunately, Saskatchewan, who now is, uh, you know, the Ford government is supporting Saskatchewan. But, you know, you have a conservative government in Manitoba uh, that's working with us. You know, the, the provinces across the board understand that you need to climate action. 
No, we're starting to break up here. I think you're in a bad spot here, unfortunately. So uh, we may have break it off at this point. Uh, lots more to talk about. Uh, and we do uh, look forward, Minister, to, to you having you back in studio here so we can uh, uh, get into further detail about some of these issues. But thank you so much for the time today. It's great talking uh, thank you with so you much. again. I really appreciate it. Sorry about off, uh, to, to some other great work uh, going on. All right, we'll catch up later yeah. on. Thanks again. Uh, uh, Minister for the Environment and Climate Change, the Honorable Catherine McKenna, in town uh, up at Mohawk and uh, looking at some other programs. And, of course, uh, the elephant in the room, of course, is going to be uh, just how the premiers decide that they want to move forward on uh, on the carbon pricing policy. Uh, BC already doing that. Uh, we mentioned Manitoba just a few minutes ago. Uh, they've already put a price on carbon. Uh, Prime, Premier Pallister has already suggested that they're going to move forward on that. They're getting a little skittish about some of the things, but uh, the last word we had uh, from the Prime Minister was that uh, if Ontario doesn't want to do this, well, the carbon tax is going to be imposed anyway, and the money that is uh, generated from that will be coming back to you and me in individual checks, like a, a dividend check. It's uh, interesting to see how this is going to roll out and just what kind of a relationship we're going to have between the provincial and federal governments. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.